you're going to start seeing events and things occurring that you didn't see before. And you're going to think that this is magic, but it's not magic. It's really simple. It's you training your brain to recognize new signals that are matching your new reality. Welcome to the Genius Women podcast. I'm your host, Yulia Denisuk, a published travel photographer and writer, an entrepreneur, and founder of Genius Women. Four years ago, I quit my corporate job to pursue my dreams. And today, I'm on a mission to help other women pursue their creative dreams as well. This is Genius Women, a podcast where we explore living a rich, meaningful, beautiful creative life through in-depth conversations with brave women pursuing their wildest dreams. If you're ready to put your fears and doubts to the side, go after your dreams and step into your brilliance, you're in the right place. Let's go. Hello, friends. Hello, hello. It's already January 2021, and many of us are often hopeful this time of year. We plan, we dream, uh, and we imagine what's to come. And this January, we're taking a break here at Genius Women Podcast, and we will be returning with new season two episodes for you very soon. In the meantime, I will continue sharing with you our tiny bonus episodes to help you imagine what's possible for you in this fresh new year. In today's bonus episode, I'm sharing with you a small part of a class I teach, Storytellers in Action, in which I help women creators get a footing in the travel media space. But this class is about so much more than that. It's about dreaming big, working through our fears, and taking action. You've probably heard me speak about visualization before, and that's because I know how powerful this practice can be. When I quit my job, for the first six months, I had very little direction. I was new in the travel media industry and had no idea what step I should take next. This is where visualization becomes crucial. By imagining what our dreams could look like in great detail, we give ourselves direction and the next steps to take on the road towards our vision. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode. First of all, let me set a scene for you about this industry that you're entering or are interested in right now, right? So travel journalism and travel media in general is a very aspirational uh, space. A lot of people are interested in this space. A lot of people, you know, you wouldn't believe how many people are asking me questions all the time. How do I get published in National Geographic? How do I... Uh, travel and make a living with my travels and with my stories, right? It's super aspirational. And of course, we have to thank things like Instagram for that. Maybe 20 years ago, it wouldn't be such an aspirational space. But right now, it's, um, you know, a lot of people want to get into it. And so that makes uh, this industry and this space super crowded and super competitive. A lot of publications have limited budgets. And this has been the situation in media for uh, many years now since the internet. Before the internet, the print budgets and the advertising budgets were high. Publications had a lot of money to spend on stories and things like that. But in the past 20 years, that has been declining drastically because of the internet and other forces. So publications themselves don't have that much money to spend on stories as they used to. And so it's a competitive space. 
there's not a lot of budgets for publications to spend. And so, you know, it, it becomes that much harder to be getting stories and to be getting placements and things like that. But I'm not telling you that for you to get uninspired or dejected about this. I'm telling you this so that you start understanding the space which you're entering. And I'm also telling you that so that you realize how important it is for you to start knowing what is your reason for telling these stories, right? Why do you want to do this? What is your reason? Because right now everybody wants to do this, but what is your reason? What is driving you? Because if you have a very clear understanding yourself of why you're doing what you're doing, believe me, this is gonna show in your work. And when you're pitching publications and when you're putting ideas out there, the ideas that are going to get the most traction are ideas that have the most backing, let's say, or the most foundation behind them. It's not because you're just, let's say, want to, you just want to keep putting content out there or you don't care or whatever those reasons are. If you know your strong reason for why you're doing this work, it's going to help you stand out in this industry and it's going to help you keep producing work and keep producing ideas that really resonate with the types of publications that you want to work with. So this is one of the reasons why we're doing this course in this way. We're like, we're not digging into the uh, travel journalism industry right away, the nitty gritty of it. We're going to spend some time first to really understand our own motivations and why we want to do what we want to do, because I do believe that's super important and it's going to help you stand out in this super crowded and noisy industry. And the other thing too, is that even though it's a very crowded industry, at the end of the day, it's an industry that trades in ideas, right? So if you have a great or good idea, and if that idea resonates with the publication that you're approaching and it fits with their priorities, with their voice, with their themes, the current kind of topics that they're working on, then you get work. It's really as simple as that. So again, I, I don't want you to get discouraged and think it's crowded. Everybody wants to get into it. What does that mean for me? Maybe I shouldn't even try. No, that's not what that means at all. It just means that you have to have a really clear understanding of why you're, you want to do this work because <laughs> there are easier ways to make a living. Let me say that, right? You can have a stable job with a salary and, and not worry about that. So there are definitely easier ways to make a living. So you have to have a really strong understanding of why you're doing this kind of work. And that's going to help you uh, first stand out Second, have a really good foundation uh, for your career because you're going to have this kind of inner compass of that's going to guide all of your work and all of your decision. And third, at the end of the day, it's still an ideas industry. So if you have a good idea and if it fits with, the, with what the publication wants to do, then you get work. And no matter how crowded it is, no matter how low the budgets the publications have, they're going to find budget for the ideas that they want to put forward, right? Because for them, for the publications, it's also a very crowded industry. Uh, they're also competing uh, with a lot of different publications, but they're also competing with things like Netflix and things like Instagram and our very limited attention span. So they're also always looking for great ideas. And so that's, that, that should give you 
and inspiration and this fire to keep going and to, to pursue assignments and pursue your work because these publications are looking for ideas. And if you have a great idea, you should always bring it forward to publications. So this is a crowded industry, but at, at the end of the day, it's all about ideas. So that's, that's why we're here. Now, let me tell you a little bit about my journey and what brought me into this industry. I went on a six-month trip around the world. I uh, went and lived in places that I've always uh, wanted to live in, like Istanbul, Thailand, and Rome, and uh, other places. And, And it was just an incredible time. But I also told myself that, okay, you have six months. This is how long your trip is gonna last. So in those six months, you have to figure it out. You have to figure out how to start getting published. You have to figure out how to work with National Geographic because that was one of my dreams to do that. And I said, yeah, you have six months, so figure it out. And what do you think happened? Do you think I really figured it out in those six months? No, (laughs) I didn't. I completely didn't figure anything out. Six months came and went and I made no progress. I didn't have any publications or like I wasn't able to reach out to any publications to, to put together any stories or anything like that. And I was really lost. And that's actually why, or that's when one of the most pivotal moments that could have happened in my career has happened. I came back to to the US, I was so lost, I didn't know what to do. And so one night I sat down with a, a piece of paper and I just said to myself that I'm going to imagine what Yulia will become by the end of the year. So this was about halfway through 2016, I think. And, you know, again, I was, I had no direction. I didn't know what to do next. And that's when I, somehow I realized that I need to give myself that direction. And just imagine, what is it that you're trying to accomplish? Because saying that you want to become a travel journalist, that's very vague. Okay, that, that's great. But then what is the actual action? What is the next step that you can take? from that. There isn't one, right? It's overwhelming. Okay, you want to become a, 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 a travel journalist. So I think that was actually a lucky thing for me that I was able to sit down and somehow this was an inspiration for me to sit down and say, in the next six months, this is what I want to become, or this is who I want to be in the next six months. And I wrote 10, 10 items on that list with a big Sharpie, and that gave me direction to go forward and to, start, and to start working on each of those 10 things next. And in hindsight, this was an incredible pivotal, incredibly pivotal moment for me because it just focused me so much and it gave me direction. And it also gave me something else, which is also very important because up until that point, I wasn't calling myself a travel journalist or a travel photographer and writer. When I met people on the travel that I did on that six-month trip, they would ask me, so what do you do? What are you doing? And I was just like, oh, I'm just traveling. I'm just, just taking my time. But after that moment, when I sat down and I wrote those 10 things, I started calling myself a travel photographer and writer everywhere I went. When people approached me, when I approached people, this is how I introduced myself. And this became part of almost like part of my lang- daily language and part of my identity. And I think somehow it, it, it did something in my head where before I had these thoughts that this is frivolous, 
what are you trying to do? This is not going to work. You're so lost. And after I started calling myself a travel photographer and writer, this became something very concrete for me. And I started seeing how this is really possible. I started believing it myself first. And this is so important. You have to start believing in what it is that you're trying to do before anyone else around you can believe you as well. What do you want to imagine for yourself in the next, let's say, year to two years to three years? And, and really spend a lot of time digging into that. Because I do believe that without that foundation, nothing else almost doesn't matter, right? You have to really imagine very clearly and know very clearly for yourself what it is that you want to become and why do you want to do this work, right? So that's the reason why we're going to cover visualizing our dreams as part of this first week. And this is going to be the exercise that you guys are going to be doing in this first week as well. But visualization, right? So I don't know what, what you're thinking when you hear that word, visualization. I think in some ways that word has, has been adopted or has gotten some negative connotations maybe, like some sort of wonky, magical thinking, magical realism kind of thing. But for me, visualization is an incredibly powerful tool. And it's a tool that I believe that every single person in the world should be using if they want to bring forward a new reality for themselves, a reality that doesn't exist right now. I'm an absolute convert and a, <laughs> and a believer into visualization. Because again, for myself, this was the experience that I went through, right? Before I had that list of imagining who Yulia will be, I was lost. I didn't make any progress. But as soon as I had that imagination and I had this clear picture in my head of who I want to become, things started happening for me. The other reason why visualization works, and there, there, ha there have been a lot of different scientific studies. If you're interested, you can just Google visualization studies and visualization research. But there have been a lot of work done to understand what the practice of visualization does to, to us. And what it does to us is that when you're sitting down and you start imagining a new future for yourself, a new reality for yourself, you're doing that in incredible detail. So who are you with? What are you doing? How are you feeling? What is around you? All of those things. What it does at that time to you is that this visualization practice creates new mental patterns in your head. And this becomes incredibly important when we're trying to enter an industry like travel journalism and, and travel storytelling, the industry where there is no clear-cut path towards, let's say, success in this industry, right? It's not like some other industries where, you know, you graduate with a degree, you go to work, and there is like a pretty clear progression towards your career success. Here in this industry, it's not like that, right? Unless you are, let's say, a staff writer or a staff photographer for a publication, which is, by the way, also a very difficult position to get nowadays. Unless you're a staff writer or a photographer, you're most likely going to be working as a freelancer. And what that means is that you are reaching out to many different publications at the same time. They don't owe you anything, right? Like they, they don't owe you a relationship. You're not a staff employee. And so there isn't really a, a very clear path 
to what success is here. So this is the reason why visualization is incredibly important here, because you have to create that path for yourself. You have to create that path and you have to create those new mental patterns in your head that tell you that, yes, I am a travel photographer and writer. Because when you're trying, especially if you're trying to like switch careers, like the thing that I was doing, and I believe some of you have also said that this is what you're looking at is changing careers or changing industries. Creating those new mental patterns is incredibly important because until you tell your mind that, okay, this is the new me, this is who I'm going to become, you're not going to start believing it yourself. So that's why it's so important. And then once you create those new mental patterns, what happens next? From new mental patterns come new behaviors. And that's why this actually works in practice. So we, we think visualization is just something wonky or something that you shouldn't take seriously. But visualization is the practice of creating new mental patterns um, in your mind that then in turn change your behavior and you start acting in a new way. So this is why it's, it's so important. And then the other thing too is that when you're visualizing, you really have to focus on the what you're visualizing and not the how. And what I mean by that is that, let's take my example. So when I'm visualizing that I'm a published travel photographer and writer, I'm not going to worry about the how I'm going to get there. Because at the moment when where I'm visualizing, there is a gap, right? My current reality is I've never published anything anywhere. I don't know anything in the industry. I don't know anyone. How does this work? This is my current reality. My new reality is... I'm a published travel photographer and writer with work in National Geographic, Afar, and all these other great magazines. That's my new reality. But there is a gap between them. And that gap is the how. And that's a lot of unknown. But we're not thinking about that. When we're visualizing, we ignore the how completely. And we focus on the what, which is the new desired reality. And we do that because if we start focusing on the how instead of the what, our mind is gonna start playing trick on us. Our mind is an incredibly powerful tool and sometimes it can be our friend, but sometimes it can be our enemy. And in this case, if we start focusing on the how, it will immediately start saying, but wait a minute, you don't know anything. You don't know how to do this. What are you talking about? It's gonna start shutting us down. So we don't focus on the how, we focus on the what. And then the other thing too, I'm selling visualization to you because I had doubts myself. When I first started with this practice, I had doubts because what is this? You're just imagining some dreams in your head. What are you talking about? So maybe this is the thought process that's also happening in your minds right now. So that's why I really want to uh, spend this time and help you see why visualization is such a powerful tool. But so one of the other reasons why this works is that and again, this, there, there have been a lot of studies about this, so it's not something that I'm just making up. I've researched the subject because I'm really interested in, in the subject. What happens to our brain and our consciousness throughout the day, right? We get bombarded with so many different signals and so many different stimuli throughout our every environment, whether it's digital signals and content and, and stimuli, whether it's na in nature, what, what have you. There's so much information that our brains collect throughout the day. And usually what happens is that 
majority of that information gets discarded at the end of the day because you know the brain deems it's not as not important it's just a lot of noise that kind of answers our system and at the end of the day a lot of that noise gets shoved away because it's not important and only something that's important gets stored right for long-term usage well who decides what is important and what is not usually that's a that's an unconscious process right nobody decides it just happens by itself. And so what visualization does, it trains us to look for new information that would support our new reality. This is really why visualization works. It's because imagine you sit down, again, you imagine your new reality, you have given your brain new information, you have given your brain uh, new mental patterns. And so now all this ton of signals and, and, and information is entering your brain every day, now instead of discarding something, if it matches or if it's in any way related to this new reality that you're after, it's going to keep it. And you're going to start noticing things that you probably would not have noticed before. And you're going to start seeing events and things occurring that you didn't see before. And you're going to think that this is magic or something's happening. But it's not magic. It's really simple. It's just you training your brain to recognize this new stimuli and this new signals that are matching your new reality. Thank you so much for listening to this bonus episode. I hope you found it useful in helping you visualize in great detail what your new year could look like. If you want to learn more about the class I mentioned, please visit GeniusWomen.com class. And remember that women is spelled as W-O-M-X-N. And stay tuned for next week's episode in which we'll talk about why rejections are actually a good thing for us.